Whole Being, a podcast on wholeness with Ariane and Maximilian. Hi, everyone, and welcome. Hi, everyone. Welcome. How are you doing today, Ariane? I'm in a very raw space. <laughs> we, yes. We're talking about our lives, the transition of this time in our lives and with the lives of our loved ones. And it's quite literally, you know, you and I shared this image before on the call, an image of a Band-Aid that's been there for far too long, way too long. We all knew that Band-Aid needed to come off. We all knew it this whole time, but we left it there. Now this Band-Aid is getting, we have to rip it off. We're raw, I'm, I'm definitely raw right now. And uh, I'm very open to exploring this with you, Max, and to tying it into the theme of Beyond Community. Yeah. It's been so interesting. And for everyone listening, Ariane and I, we we had our little pre-recording chat and actually turned into, I think, an hour of just chatting about everything that's, that's still going on in the world and um, some things that are, that our loved ones are experiencing as a result of the regulations, vaccine passports, and all those those crazy things that are swirling around, not just in Canada, but globally, and the pressure that is being placed on, on certain people, including ourselves. And yeah, I think you said it so well, it's, it's definitely leaving us raw. Um, but I do find there's so much beauty in this in this rawness, so much to explore, so much to learn about ourselves too. Right before we jumped on the recording, I actually said to Ariane that uh, it's a really, really interesting opportunity. I remember in high school, I we would learn about ancient civilizations and just looking at human history in general, and you would have you would have certain countries or certain continents that for a period of time were experiencing true hardship or very challenging times. And you would often think or not think about what it was like for, for those people then, you know, whether it was experiencing famine or a war or something else that was really shaking the foundation of, of a civilization. And I oftentimes thought about what it would be like to be part of that. And then also knowing all of these civilizations um, were at the end of, of, of such hardship, there would be new growth. You know, yes, some of the civilizations would come to an end, but there would, there would always be something new that would come, you know, kind of like when a tree dies and there is new growth that comes from the midst of of that decaying tree. And we see this on the West Coast a lot. There's a lot of trees that actually grow on, on old dead tree trunks. And for me, that is such a beautiful visual because you know now we're in a time where one, we are experiencing such hardship and such challenging times that up until now, we've only ever been able to read about in history books and learn about in in history classes now we're finding ourselves in the midst of it all we're finding ourselves in the midst of this decaying tree 
or as you were saying, Ariane, this this old band-aid that has gotten so crusty and sticky, and we're starting to realize it's time to rip it off. You know, it's time to grow beyond the decaying tree and actually become a new strong tree. There is so much opportunity here. And I do find that a lot of this opportunity will be able to embrace fully, not as individuals, but as a community. And that is one of the reasons, but we have many reasons why today we chose as a topic beyond communities, because we, we want to take today's episode and really explore not just what it means to have a community or what community means at the moment in in the present time, but also where are we going? Where are we going as a global community? Because one thing that hardship always does is in the in the beginning it might seem like it's driving people apart. And we've seen this, you know, with the lockdown and people having to maintain physical distance. But it's brought us so much closer together beyond social media. In fact, I think for a lot of people, they've realized that social media is not exactly the kind of glue that keeps a community together. It's really being face-to-face, body-to-body, hand-to-hand, really having that human touch. And even going beyond that, having communities across the world and maybe even beyond that too. I'm just really, really grateful and excited that today I can take this dive with you, Ariane, because I think it's going to be another wild one. (laughs) Thank you for sharing all of that, Max. I don't even know where to start. You highlighted probably 12 different things there that gave me (laughs) goosebumps. So I'm going to just rein myself in here (laughs) and highlight um, one of the first ones that's coming to my mind you talked about redefining community. Yeah. Yes, everyone. What Max is seeing here, let's have a, let's have a really good look at this, redefining it. Why? Because when an old way of living and being and functioning dies, along with it dies a vocabulary. Along with it dies a whole terminology. Along with it dies a whole way of perceiving the world. And with that, if when all of that goes and it's going, I would actually argue everyone that it's done. It is fully dead. <laughs> it is dead. That's how I see it. <laughs> there is no there is no way for me to go back to the old. There's no part of me that would ever want to or desire to because we're ripping our band-aids off, Max you know, you people like you and I, and then it's like, wow, I was just really hurts. And I have, there's rawness and there's some, you know, there's even some rage here, but we're also seeing what's coming out of this. And it's a completely new paradigm, new terminology, new perspectives, new ways of living. And so we're highlighting community and that's literally going to be the absolute glue to all coming up. That's what I'm getting right now, to everything. As of now, in all of 2022 is going to be 
new found, newly created, newly established community in every sense of the word. You know, it's like, I, I even feel like we shouldn't even be using that word. <laughs> you know, we can use like a new word <laughs> to, uh, to describe it. Or we can say, no, let's use the word community, but the real freaking purpose of it this whole time. Community before, everything before was based on a mechanistic way of living and being. Everything, not just the word community, all the words <laughs> were in that pool of mechanistic living. I'm separate from you, you are separate from me. I'm not connected to my environment. I'm not connected to all those other things. My thoughts and my feelings don't impact the world around me, don't impact my health, don't impact my loved ones. That's a very separated, segregated, very mechanistic way of perceiving life and living life. Okay, well, that's down the drain. That's done. What is here now? Community is not just something that I have when I go to some, some club or some class and I, I, um, I, I build these friendships and we have exchanges and we hang out sometimes. What is community now in this new paradigm? So like, you know, Max and I are stepping in here now and I feel like we haven't really done this before. At least I'll speak for myself. So I'm, I'm going into this totally new and fresh with all of you. And let's explore this together here. And it's going to take a, a really open mind and it's going to take completely letting, just letting go, letting go <laughs> of that old way. So community now is, I just see, oh my God, community in, in this sense, this new paradigm is literally the thread of everything. It's the, it's the mycelia under the earth <laughs> connecting everything i'm seeing right now just in this moment right now that it's it's what will restructure the world if anybody connects with their heart it doesn't matter where you are or what your belief is okay during these times and i will not feed into the segregation of these times this person believes this and this person believes that ariane is not participating in that <laughs> <laughs> I will meet you eye to eye, heart to heart as a human being, regardless of whatever the heck you're feeling here. And maybe that's what this community, this new paradigm community is. It's meeting human beings as an extension of ourselves, knowing that we need one another to build a thriving, wholesome and balanced ecosystem for the planet. It's reestablishing a sense of trust that was never really there it was never really there in the old world. We had filaments of it, but it was never really there. I love how you you finished your train of thought there with this aspect of trust, because I do feel that that is the foundation for everything. And I know I've said this um, on other episodes before, even for unconditional love to be present, we need unconditional trust. And... I also agree with you that, you know, up until this point, this aspect of trust and especially unconditional trust has not been something that we as humanity have really been embracing. You, know, you, you said that in parts we have, and uh, I also fully agree with that. Unconditional trust, you know, as the term implies, there are no conditions that apply to it. We trust. We trust one another. We trust ourselves. And we trust our environment too. And all of that is our community. 
And it is not so much that, you know, when we talk about beyond communities, what is the new, what is the evolved, the expanded meaning of, of a community? It is really to realize that each of us, we're not a part or a member of a community of this community, but we are this community. For me, now the way community is going to expand and evolve is is very much in line with how how consciousness is how the nature of consciousness is because in the end everything is consciousness and i do find that the blueprint we can get from consciousness itself is the blueprint that we can allow this concept of communities to have and that means in consciousness everything is consciousness there is no definition as to what is consciousness and what is not consciousness. Whereas when it comes to communities, as we have them at this point, there are definitions. This is a yoga community. This is a community of meditators. This is a community of steel workers. There are many, many communities, many micro communities, many macro communities that we have on this planet but there is always this this sense of definition of what is this particular community and who is part of this community and we even have communities where you have to pay to be part of this community or you have to do a certain thing or even have a certain certification to be part of this community but we today in this episode we're really talking about what is beyond this this concept this current concept of what communities are for us in my opinion the way i feel about it is it is just like consciousness itself that here we're talking about community in the sense of everyone everything is included to the point where we don't even have to talk about who's included and who's excluded because everything is included. Community is consciousness. Consciousness is community. There is no longer a need to even talk about ethnic backgrounds of people, sexual preferences, or even things such as what pronouns someone wants to be addressed by. We are part of this community and that is really all that we need to know. It is something that where we can trust one another. And I know it might sound a little far-fetched at, at this point for, for many people that this is where we're moving towards, but I feel very strongly that this is where we are indeed moving towards. You know, when we think about how far we've come as mankind, we used to fight so many wars. We used to be so paranoid of each other we used to live in castles you know we had kings and queens ruling in castles because they were too scared of the people around them about of the public you know nowadays of course you could argue that we still have people that technically live in castles and rule rule countries but we're moving towards a level of consciousness collectively and individually where a lot of people are waking up and we've seen this in particularly over the last year and a half, 
that we are moving towards something that at this point, I think is very hard for us to really put a finger on. But I think a lot of people can feel there is something coming. There's something coming that is currently still beyond us and beyond our intellectual abilities to grasp what it is and what it's going to be. One of the most important things I draw from everything that has been happening and is still happening is that these challenges, these things that we might see as a as hardship at this point, they're really bringing us closer together. And at times it may not it may not really seem like that, especially in the beginning when as I said we were we were physically segregated through lockdowns, quarantines, mandated physical distancing and so forth. But in the end, there's this beautiful aspect of just being human, of just being on this planet that always makes us yearn for connection. And this connection goes far beyond, hey, sh shoot me a DM on Instagram or send me a message on Facebook Messenger. You know, this goes way beyond that. For anyone who's, who's been in quarantine and who's lacked physical touch and then had someone hug them again or just grab their hand after all this time, you know how important it is to have physical contact. You also know how important it is just to express to one another face-to-face -face, or even over the phone sometimes how much you appreciate someone else or how someone else appreciates and loves you. Those are the things that will that will become and already are such an integral part of, of this community that we're talking about, of this community that in some ways goes beyond, or in many ways actually goes beyond that concept of a community that we currently hold. It will be something that will be entirely based on unconditional love and unconditional trust. I find it exciting and I find it exciting for many reasons. And one of the reasons is, as oddly as it might sound, I find it exciting because at this point, for many, it is probably hard to imagine that we will move towards a community where we can trust unconditionally, where we can love unconditionally. Mm. Because when we look at this world right now, of course, it's a little hard to see, but it's there. And just the fact that Ariane and I are talking about this today, right here, right now, it means it already exists. So beautiful. I'm going to take a moment and really let that sit in here. And I'm going to shine light on something that maybe some followers might be thinking. I had a thought come up and I didn't quite feel like it was mine. I'm going to speak on behalf of this thought. But Max, how do you know that's going to happen? How can you be so sure? How do you see that? From where are you seeing that? That's not at all what we're seeing out there. Every Everyone, <laughs> where, are you, where are you looking? Where are you looking? Are you looking at your TV screen? You sure as hell are not going to get any of this from mainstream media. Max and myself and many people in our community we are looking at ourselves, our truth. We are looking to that connection we have with life that is so freaking wholesome, that is there for us, that is there for everyone. You have this wholesomeness too. You have this loving connection as well. 
that never lets you down, that never lets us down. When we look to that and feel that, it's without a shadow of a doubt that we're going to better times. So forget better times. We're going into like an awakened time. We're going to a, even like an enlightened time, a much a far more peaceful and harmonious place. If you continue to say, yeah, but I, I don't, I don't know how to really trust that. Well, this is the healing path. This is the spiritual path. You know, you think Max and I knew how to <laughs> how to trust that. You think, you know, I, I actually don't know anyone who came into this world that just had a flawless connection with their whole loving selves, their spirit, their soul, their heart, their consciousness right away and maintained it this whole time. This is earth. We come here for rock and roll. We come here to hit the freaking ground to shoot up into consciousness to hit the ground again we're, we're learning this is a school in a sense to remember our whole nature and selves so look at what this hardship is doing it's rattling so much it is rattling people's belief systems and fears and insecurities to probably some of the deepest degrees we've ever faced collectively there has been a massive wave of contemplation and introspection that's been going on. So when Max talks about awakening, people are waking up. Those are your words. People are waking up fast everywhere. Yeah. Yes. People are waking up from the very basic premise of a lot of hardship has been going on. It's been having people ask bigger questions. It's, it's having people like take a step back and take more time to themselves like these are really basic fundamental things going on. You know what I mean? And in that very basic <laughs> world of taking a step back and feeling deeper and, and asking bigger questions, there is an awakening that's happening. It's like we didn't really have the time before to really contemplate and feel deeper and to ask those bigger questions and to really look at what's really important to us and what's really whole and true to us. We didn't really have that time before because we were stuck in that loop of being so distracted and so preoccupied and busy and inflamed, literally that old society. So I'm going to be very careful with my words here. That old society was built on inflammation. So I'm going to give myself the freedom to speak from this new paradigm. And I told this to my partner the other day and he was like, yeah, do it, do it. <laughs> like I'm going to give myself permission to be in it now even though the band-aid just got ripped off and I was like raging a few moments ago, <laughs> I'm going to let myself be in it. Now I'm going to speak from that place. The other day, someone was speaking online and he was saying, it's not the powers that be, it's the powers that were. And I, I loved that. It was such a beautiful moment where I got to connect with this person and meet him in the new paradigm in the present and the present moment for anyone who is ready the present moment is very whole and plentiful and abundant the present moment is filled with rich opportunities to live an incredibly fulfilling beautiful harmonious life the present is literally the life many of us could not have even dreamed of the other day it was literally yesterday <laughs> i was on a call and one of my uh, good friends from back from Montreal who has like a heart of gold and he is a leader and teacher of meditation and yoga and consciousness and healing. 
he said that he spoke to one of his coworkers the other day. I saw actually wasn't a coworker. I think I think it was more of a client the other day and told him, you know what? I really need three days off. I've just been working so hard. He's work, He's opening centers across Montreal for people to come in and donate money to have all different forms of healing, spiritual, therapeutic work and community. And it's all donation based. So he said to his, um, to one of his clients, I need three days off. And the client said, you know, you've been working really hard here, take this. And he handed him a wad of cash that was a thousand bucks. He's a thousand bucks. He's like, yeah, take this, just take it and have a good three days. And my friend was like, wow, this is incredible wow, like this is, it's never something like that hasn't really happened to him. It doesn't, when does it happen to most people? Um, I can share from my experience with my partner, Safan, you know, we were gifted literally, I would say like a world-class home on the ocean, a world-class heritage home on the ocean. How the heck did that find us? We never thought we could ever imagine manifesting that, but hey, we we're putting two feet in. We're putting two feet into the new paradigm. I don't know how things are going to unfold, but I'm going to trust. I'm going to show up with one thing, trust. And life is like, oh, you're showing trust? Two feet in the new paradigm? Let me just shower you <laughs> with some absolutely incredible abundance. I caught myself. I was going to say radical abundance. It's not radical. This is how we can live. This can be the normal, and it, it will be the normal, and it is the normal in the new paradigm. We've been told that this world is very limited and not abundant and dysfunctional. And it's the farthest from the freaking truth, everyone. Um, <laughs> I've, only had my, I've only had my feet in this new paradigm, my two feet in this new paradigm for not, not that long. I would say maybe a couple months now. And it's, you know, I'm still a little shaky and sweaty because I'm like, oh my God, you know, old is gone and the new is being created through me and through these communities that are finding me. So this is like completely new. <laughs> this is totally new, never happened before. But it's abundant. Life is showing us. Yeah, this is what this is what I really am. Life speaking. This is what I really am. I am enormously abundant. I support you fully. I love you unconditionally. And you're meeting me halfway, human. I've been calling that out to you this whole time. Please meet me halfway. Please step out of the fear. Don't just put one foot in, put both feet in and I will meet you halfway and I'm going to bless you with the most incredible gifts, the most incredible support and abundance. So no, not everyone's ready for that. I'm just saying this and I'm like, maybe some people aren't going to be ready for that. And that's okay. It's okay, everyone. If you're, st if you're not able to put both feet in, if you have one foot in or if you have no feet in, it's totally fine. Max and I are speaking from the both feet in place, and hopefully it will inspire you to shift your perspective. There's also a beautiful invitation right there in what you shared. For anyone who doesn't feel like that they maybe not even have a toe in yet, that just by knowing there is people out there and it goes beyond the two of us, there are many, many people out there who have been living and who are being from this place and have been for who knows how long. So simply knowing that it's a possibility, it's a reality for many, that alone can be inspiration 
And when I say inspiration, it might be interesting and important to also look at inspiration a little bit. What what does it actually mean when we talk about inspiration or being inspired? You know, the, the word itself in, in Latin, inspirare, it's to breathe into. And when we think about what is breath, ancient cultures, what do ancient cultures see the breath as and have seen the breath as? It is energy. So to inspire is literally to breathe, to energize, to provide energy into something. And when we're allowing ourselves to be inspired, and that is something that both Ariane and myself always wish for everyone that listens, we're not here to tell. We're not here to tell you to do anything, to believe anything. In fact, when it's up to us, you should question everything, including ourselves and what we, what we share. But to be inspired and just to allow yourself to be inspired, that is something that we always leave out in the open. And when we say that, what we really mean is to allow yourself to be open enough for this energy that we put out there, that is out there, to allow this energy to come to you to inspire something within you, to breathe further life into you, to breathe ideas into you, to energize you or certain aspects about you. That's really what inspiration is all about. Allowing things in inspiration, allowing things in so they can inspire the spirit because this aspect of spirit or soul is also included in this word inspiration, inspire. It is for the spirit of you more than it is for the intellect, for the mind of you. That's where this whole aspect of openness comes in so importantly because some of these things that we share or a lot of these things that we share in all of these episodes, they can easily be taken and assessed and judged and analyzed by the mind we're very good at doing that all of us we're exceptional at overanalyzing judging labeling we're all experts because that's what we do for most of our lives every single day but here what we share in every episode and what we allow our guests to share goes beyond that it is inspiration. It is not something that is intended to tell the mind what to think or how to act. It is for the spirit. It is for the soul. It is soul food that nourishes your spirit. So always allow yourself to be open towards whatever comes your way. Whatever comes your way through these podcast episodes, through everything that we share. Because it is not always meant to just be processed by the mind and you've probably noticed this if you've listened to a few episodes there are things that we share where you might go no this is way too far out for me this is just beyond what i'm even wanting to accept or or just agree with when you experience that what you really experience is the mind because of its beliefs and experiences it has certain ideas of what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. When we talk about inspiration, that is, as I said before, it is for the soul, it is for your spirit. 
And the most beautiful thing about your soul is it loves everything. It finds everything interesting. It finds literally everything inspiring because there is something of value in everything. The fact that something exists, no matter how crazy that thought or that idea might be, is enough for your soul to be inspired by it. It doesn't mean that you have to act on it. It doesn't mean that you have to believe in it because those are just things that then go back to how the mind will process it. But everything out there is for the soul. It's something that will give you some form of information or experience and maybe even guidance in the present moment or later down in your life. Bringing all of this back to our topic today, when we talk about communities and you find that these concepts, these let's call them visions that Ariane and I have for these expanded communities that for this expanded community as it will establish itself in the future, the mind may not be accepting any of that or some of it. And that's perfectly fine. We don't expect anyone to accept this. In fact, parts of my mind when it really kicks into gear is like, oh man, have you seen the state of this earth? I would be surprised if all goes to shit. <laughs> but it's amusing at the same time as it is so beautiful and natural because the mind just tries to make sense of so many different things. And sometimes it tries to make sense of something in a very negative way because that's its inclination for that present moment. And then at a different time, it is so inspired by other things, positive things that were said and shared that it might completely change its outlook. So the mind is very volatile. And the mind might tell us one thing about, let's say, about these communities in the future, and then another thing in the next moment about these communities in the future. And those things might be opposing each other. And that's perfectly okay. Just like many people will have a hard time maybe accepting that we're moving towards communities that are so unconditionally loving and unconditionally trusting. Because this is not just for the mind to process and to, to grasp. It is really more about your spirit, your soul. So when we talk about these things, even if you just allow yourself for a moment to feel it, to feel the truth, to feel your truth in all of this, can you feel the shifts in in our community, in our global community that is already taking place and the benevolent nature that we're moving towards when it comes to our global community, it's something that goes way beyond the mind. So if you ever feel inclined, allow yourself to feel it out rather than thinking about it and analyzing it. Speaking of feeling things out, I just wanted to acknowledge that Ariane a few minutes ago said that we came here to freaking rock and roll. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. Because we, we do. We came here not to live a mediocre life glued to the TV screen, being spoon-fed stuff through mainstream media that just induces more and more fear into our physical bodies, into our minds, 
we came here to freaking rock and roll. Mm -hmm. And that means to make this life your life because that's what it is. It's yours. It's not the government's. It's not Netflix's life. It's not someone else's. It is your life. And it is your choice whether you want to rock and roll or binge watch Netflix and just chill. It just brings me back to something we've spoken about so many times before, personal power. Just embracing the power that you have, that you always have had and always will have. That true power that lies within you. And that too is part of these communities that we're talking about. Because in these communities, we have people that are fully aware of their personal powers, that are fully aware of what they're, they're capable of. And they know there is a potential, there's an infinite potential that is within all of us. And these people embrace it. They embrace this unknown, this infinity of potential that fills them with excitement that is exhilarating. I feel it too, even just talking about this, you know, just feeling out this idea that this knowing that we have infinite potential within us, each and every one of us, what that means for our communities, we're going beyond communities, the community itself that will be a result of all of us is infinite in its potential too. And not only that, but it also allows us to have our personal powers synergistically combined with everyone else. And synergy really just means you have, for instance, two things, and as they come together, they create something that is greater than the sum of those two. So something that goes beyond. And again, that's why today's topic is also called Beyond Communities, because we're here moving beyond those things that we might think a community can provide. We might think at this point that, okay, a community is a group of people and they all bring something to the table. And together, what they bring to the table is powerful. But what we're talking about is that the things that people bring to the table is not just the sum of everything but it is something that goes beyond what everyone brings to the table. It is something that is truly infinite in its power and that will also allow us, that will allow this community to bring about shifts in the world and beyond this world that we at this point really can't even imagine. So it's beyond in every sense of the word. Mm -hmm. It really is beyond in all senses of the word. And, and that takes me to a very humble place that takes me to a place of, okay, it is beyond what my mind can fathom right now. So I'm going to let myself be exhilarated by this process by stepping one day at a time, trusting that life will provide. And it freaking has been <laughs> magic. It's been magic every day. So, okay, I'm going to trust. And it's very humbling. 
because my old life before was very controlled and I knew everything. I knew it was going to happen tomorrow. I knew it was going to happen next week. I knew it was going to happen next month. I knew it was going to happen three months. It was all scheduled next year. I knew what vacation I was going to take and that everything was controlled, you know, and here it's not, it's beyond that way beyond that. There's no room for that. I would imagine that's what I'm feeling now. <laughs> so a lot of there humility. is no room. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. I just wanted to say there wouldn't be any room for that because through our control, that what we perceive to be our control, when we think we are in, in control, we're really just holding things down. You know, we wow. are making this, the decision of how we want life to flow when life, you know, it's like you're standing at this huge powerful and very wide river and you're standing there in your in your bathing suit and you go okay i have the power i have the control so i'm gonna make this river flow the way i want to that's what so many of us are trying to do in this life and it's like mm -hmm. you have to understand yes you are the river and the river is you but that doesn't mean that you will have the sole decision and power over the river. You know, life is so powerful and it's, it's a power that I believe we don't even understand to a fractal. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And here we are and we want to control. Like you said, we want to know when we're taking our next vacation. We want to know what's to come next month, next year, how our career is going to pan out. We want to control all of that. But how can we really? It, it is really only an illusion. It's just a misperception because we are not this river. This river takes us. And it's okay to be taken by this river because the river is benevolent. Life is benevolent. Therefore, we don't need to control it we don't need to control full stop and as you're saying this i'm looking at the ocean right now max so let's bring in this example too and and add it to this river image you've just shared with us so beautifully so i'm looking at the ocean can you imagine <laughs> and you're someone that also lives near the ocean can you imagine trying to control even any degree of the ocean? Like it is, it is the definition of madness. It is lunacy to go towards the ocean thinking that, that we would have control over it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's really liberating to step into a very different way of being where we can have that conversation like you just had right there at the river of wait a minute if if me controlling every little degree of life is actually not what really resonates and aligns with me then maybe the flow state is and then maybe life is in a perpetual state of providing this flow and maybe mm -hmm. it's about letting go and trusting it really 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 keeps on coming back to trust yeah and that's really beautiful. I'm going to share a story here that came up. Uh, I think it was three days ago. Um, I was on a call. I'm on lots of calls right now. <laughs> There's a lot of different 
and it's great. It's awesome. I'm communicating with a lot of different beyond communities. <laughs> and this is one of them, Max, the community that is here with you and I, this is one of them beyond communities that are, are beginning to speak this new paradigm into existence, you know, speak it literally like us being the, the, the vehicles of it in a sense, bringing it in, channeling it in through our example and through our next steps and through our words. The other day, uh, someone said something on a call and it triggered me. A part of me wanted to take this person in, and shake their shoulders and say, wake up, wake up, let yourself grow, wake up, let it go. That's kind of what I wanted to do in my, in my mind's eye. You know, that's what I was doing in my imagination. And then after the call, I, I left the house. I walked down the ocean for a while and I asked myself, like, Ariane, where is that coming from? This version of me who gets frustrated with other people's quote unquote inability to let themselves grow and an ability to see through the veils and an ability to, to let go and just actually to wake up. What part of me wants to shake the shoulders of someone? What part of me is getting so angry at them? And I, I had to walk for a while. <laughs> I, had to, I had to really walk and really go so deep. And then after walking for a while and contemplating, I had to go in my bedroom. And then I wrote for like an hour. Like I really had to go deep to a place I've never let myself contemplate and explore before. And what came up after quite a bit of writing was there's a difference, Ariane, between the work of, you name it, universe, source, God, the divine. There's a difference between that work and Ariane's work. So the universe will take care of all people and those people and those people that's the work of the universe. And the universe does that work. The universe is working around the clock <laughs> all the time doing that. That's the universe's work. It's not my work to go and shake someone's shoulders and be like, how can you not see this? Wake the F up. That's not my work. So then I was like, well, what is Ariane's work if I'm not here to do that? Because there's a part of me that wants to do that, that kind of did that on the call. I didn't say it out loud, but the feelings were very strong and were very much there. That part of me that wants to shake those shoulders has taken on the work of the universe, has taken it on. That part of me thinks that that's the work I need to do. That part of me has taken that heaviness on. That is a huge burden to put on us. Huge. And I actually know someone who is doing that, is taking on not their work, but the work of the universe. And you can see in their body, the weight, literally the weight and the burden of that. If the, listen, every, this is what I discovered. <laughs> if the universe is so benevolent and it, I, I know it is, I believe that thoroughly. If the universe is all loving, unconditionally loving, why the heck would it put that burden on us for it to do that work? Okay, well, that's not my work. So what is it? My work is to live a very wholesome, happy life, to be well, to really love and appreciate life, to be delighted by my life. And what happens when I do that? My energy increases. I gain incredible vitality, energy, magnetism. 
And then what happens when I walk into a room, people feel that and I don't have to say a word. People feel that and their energy is starts to change. Their consciousness starts to change and sometimes they don't even know it. You think that would happen to the same degree if I went up to them and shook their shoulders? <laughs> <laughs> that would not happen, everyone. If I went over and shook their shoulders and was like, hey, wake the F up, <laughs> it would probably push them further back into their their limitations and their fears. But the But doing my real work we say we are the universe, we're the universe. I like to see, I'm, I'm changing my terminology now. I'm a child of the universe. I'm a child of source energy. I'm, I'm the, a child of, of God. We hear the daughter of God, the sons of God, right? The children of God. I could use that terminology. I'm, I'm an offspring of this beautiful, benevolent parental energy <laughs> out there. And I'm here to live an actual, a very beautiful loving, uplifting, delightful life to be so delighted by this incredible world and life that will have far more impacts of change on other people than it would if I go shoulder shaking, way more impactful. And I don't have to compromise myself at all. Mm -hmm. And my world being that vital and whole and magnetic and happy and free that world changes worlds. It changes freaking worlds. I've been around people like that where I'm around them and just being around them, you feel filled. You feel so fulfilled and so happy and uplifted. And they were barely saying anything. That's how much life loves us, everyone. That's the degree to which the universe loves us. The universe would never put that weight on our shoulder to go and save the freaking people and save the planet and save the universe is taking care of all of that. Is this fascinating? I'm looking out the window. Whoa, this is really fascinating. I have to share this right now, real time, everyone. I'm looking out the window and the shape of an eye is formed in the clouds and it is perfectly defined. <laughs> it's like a very prominent eye <laughs> <laughs> right in the clouds as I'm saying these words. So there's definitely something to this. When I realized this, wait a minute, I'm a daughter of the universe, the daughter of God, the daughter of the source energy. I don't have to freaking bear these burdens. When I realized that, sorry, I mean, bear these burdens of having to save and shake, wake people up. Like when I realized that I became so freaking happy. Oh my God, it felt so good. It felt so good. And then when I saw that person again on the next call, I just had utmost love for her. Mm -hmm. the, the woman I wanted to shake the shoulders of. I, it was just pure love, pure, pure love. I saw her eye to eye, heart to heart. And it was just like, yeah, there's another beautiful human being on her path. Life is taking care of her. The universe is taking care of this woman. Yeah, it was a big paradigm shift for me. And it's beautiful that it occurred in this way. It appears to me there was this invitation for you to first be faced with the opposite which is the desire to control and the desire to step in and and shake someone, which is quite a powerful visual. <laughs> and then that became a lesson for you, something that inspired you to look at the other side of the spectrum and realize, wow, here I feel expansive. I feel free. I feel that the burden has been taken off my shoulders. When we talk about community and the way community is evolving and expanding, it is that too that Ariane would, was describing here. 
everyone that is part of this community is free of any burden, knowing that there is no hierarchy to this community. There is no, okay, this person is going to be the leader and I'm going to be the right hand. There is not any of that. Community is pure benevolent equality to the level where people will not even need to think about what is equal because that is just the nature of the community community itself and that there is also no need to feel that anyone needs to take control over anyone or anything which brings us back to what we've now mentioned a few times on today's episode unconditional trust unconditional trust in the benevolence of the community itself and as i said community is consciousness consciousness is community and that is consciousness is source energy it is what some might refer to as a god or a goddess or a deity whatever it is that resonates with you that is what we mean by today's topic beyond communities something that literally goes beyond it all beyond all of the human made labels and boundaries of what community can be and really just allow community to be what it is as it is without human labels analysis our ideals attached to it and just honoring that within the word community is the word unity wow Wow. This is a beautiful place to wrap it all up, Vax. Mm -hmm. That was really beautiful. A very beautiful image, and I never realized unity in the word community. I believe strongly that this is something we're going to revisit, and I think it's necessary <laughs> because <laughs> um, we, we simply tapped the surface of this but the presence in the room that I'm in right now is incredibly very tangible and very calm. And I'd love to explore more of this in the future with you. Yeah, absolutely. That's what we do. You know, we crack it open and then we allow the line to shine through and we can just dive right into it all into that deep, vast, infinite ocean, or going back to that analogy of the river, just, just flowing with it. Exactly. You know, that is so beautiful to be for anyone who's ever gone tubing or just swimming in a river to know that you don't have to worry about taking control of how the river is going to flow at what speed, um, how it's going to move around a curve. You literally can just be in it and allow yourself to float. That is life. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, let's take that image of really that degree of being supported. Because <laughs> when you're floating, you're fully freaking supported. And it's very pleasant and beautiful and easeful and graceful. Let's take that image and bring it with us into the rest of the day. I certainly will. And I'm going to let that energy permeate how I bring myself into each room and how I move my body and how 
um, I act today. So this podcast episode is truly showing me that we are calling this in. We are bringing this beyond community into this physical world. Um, I could feel it right now. So these conversations are very important. And you listeners being here with us, it's very important. And if you don't think so, that's perfectly fine too. Either way, it's all perfect. And thank you so much for being <laughs> here. Thank you for being here with us. Yeah, it's, I I thank you for everything that you shared, Ariane, and the space that you created. And I thank all these beautiful beings out there listening to this. You're amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much for being beyond our community with Wait, wait, sorry. Thank you for being part of this beyond community. <laughs> and we'll see you. We'll see you all next week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.